We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. What is going on, Colts Nation? Welcome back to another episode of Bring the Juice. Your guys, Cody and Derek, back for another one, guys. And with the draft under a month away now, we are going to talk about some draft scenarios for the Indianapolis Colts. As it currently stands, the Colts sit at pick number four. Uh, and there's a couple teams ahead of them right now that are looking to take some quarterbacks. I think, Derek, we've all said, and it's been implied, and I think a lot of people uh, league-wide are ex- fully expecting the Colts to get a new quarterback either in the draft or via trade. And so today we're going to kind of talk about some best and worst case scenarios for the Colts when it comes uh, to acquiring that quarterback, when it comes to the draft, when it comes to everything within that. And so in this video, guys, in this episode, we have two different scenarios for best case, two different scenarios for worst case. And we are going to talk about them and discuss them today. So don't really know how long this video is going to be, but we're going to discuss them nonetheless. So with that being said, we'll start with the first worst case scenario. And I think a lot of people have a, you know, kind of that slight like fear that like, oh man, what if a team jumps ahead of Indianapolis at three, a team that's desperately looking for a quarterback and the Colts are stuck with the fourth best prospect on the board? Right. What if that happens? Right. That that is a big question that a lot of people have. There's been some teams that have been rumored. And again, these are all rumors. So nothing concrete yet. But there have been some teams that are rumored to potentially be interested in trading with Arizona. Now, I personally feel like Arizona would be stupid to trade with anybody else except for Indianapolis. Right. Because they're going to, you know, regardless of if they stay at three or if they were to trade with Indy at four. They probably, I would think, that they would want to get a guy like Will Anderson on their team. Uh, I don't think it's worth trading back and getting a player that's not you know, to the level he is at a premium position at pass rush. But nonetheless, it is a scenario that I think we need to talk about. What are your thoughts here, Derek, about this worst-case scenario? And, you know, this entire argument is all based on the idea that the Indianapolis Colts may not like who that quarterback is at number four. Um, Obviously they don't really deem it as insanely important to trade up, at least at this moment, because there's obviously not one guy separating himself from everyone else. So clearly uh, this means that they most likely don't see a huge gap. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, you talk about some of the teams that might do it. I mean, we heard about, you know, maybe the Atlanta Falcons might do it. I highly doubt it, but they did say they want to go with Ritter, but I think that that might be something. We've heard the Las Vegas Raiders picking up over the last week on them potentially wanting to trade up, you know, have that quarterback of the future, maybe waiting uh, behind Jimmy Garoppolo wouldn't necessarily be the worst case scenario for the Raiders. And I mean, I've heard even reports now, Cody, that apparently the Tennessee Titans might potentially be going all in to go and get somebody at number three who they may deem to end up being the savior of their franchise going forward, right? So how big of a move that would be if the Tennessee Titans were going to trade all the way from, you know, what what is it, like the 11th or 12th pick for them, and then they trade all the way into uh, the top three. I mean, they'd have to give up quite a bit in order to make something like that happen. So that's a lot for them. Uh, but again, we've seen what they've been doing, right? They've they're they're unloading everything. I mean, they're getting rid of everybody. They're even talking about trading away Derrick Henry. You know, like that sort of thing is is relevant to the idea that they're not taking themselves too seriously this year. So they may, you know see what they can get with some of the guys that they deem somebody to be important. Uh, at the end of the day, if you do have somebody trade in front of you, then that just leaves you with an even bigger, less of a decision to make with, you know, if Arizona gives it up and Arizona doesn't end up taking a quarterback and somebody else takes one, then you may be stuck with the one guy that you didn't want. And then you're forcing your hand one way or another. So, uh, yeah, so it's kind of one of those situations where, you know, Indy needs to be careful about it. If, if somebody else trades up to number three and you know, that team's going for a quarterback, you may just be stuck with someone and that may not be the situation you want to find yourself in. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Right. Yep. And I get it. Like, you know, there may not be like one prospect that separates themselves from all the others, but like, what if there's three prospects and two of them are gone? Right. And then you get stuck with the prospect that's behind everybody else. I don't know what the actual number is. And this hasn't really been said like 
what the number is of like, do the Colts have like, you know, three guys, do they have four guys, do they even have five guys that they really feel like, you know, there's not much separation in terms of what they can be in the NFL and the type of quarterback they're looking for. I don't know what the number is, but, you know, I just feel like if the Colts really feel like it's, you know, down to three guys, then it definitely makes it more critical for them to go and get their guy right um, and trade up with Arizona. It's not going to cost you that much, honestly, to do that. It'll cost something, but I don't really feel like it's going to cost you an arm and a leg to do it, to move up to one, and it's a win-win. And I just don't see the logic from Arizona. I know Seattle has been a team that's been rumored as well to potentially trade up. Like, why in the world would Arizona trade with a division rival uh, to give them potentially their future at quarterback, right? And why would they Why would they risk losing out on a top-edge talent? I, I just think it doesn't make a whole lot of sense. I think if you talk to Cardinals fans from what I've seen, they are perfectly content with staying at three. So I don't know. I don't know if it's going to happen, but you know, I just don't know if it makes a whole lot of sense. But saying that, it very much could happen. So that is a worst case scenario here for the Colts if they get stuck with the fourth quarterback on the board. That would be absolutely wild. I don't think that's something we've seen, Derek, uh, in a while. You know, teams going one, two, three, four at quarterback. That doesn't happen, you know, a lot, especially in a class that it's not like next. If this was next year's class, I'd understand, right? But it just doesn't seem like maybe necessarily. it's a it's a class that a lot of people, based off of what they've seen, is like a class worth trading and mortgaging your future for. But I could be wrong. There's always that desperate team, it seems like, that's doesn't care and is willing to do it. But I don't necessarily see it happening, but it very well could. So with that in mind, let's move on to the first best case scenario. And again, I don't think this is going to happen. I think it's likely that this doesn't happen. But there have been some rumblings out there. And again, you know, you question their validity and all that stuff. But there's been some rumblings that maybe Houston doesn't take a quarterback at two, right? Remember, they do have another first-round pick. So could they potentially be waiting and getting a quarterback later? Um, And then obviously we think Carolina is going to take one. But that would be just something that was unexpected, but a great scenario for the Colts if Houston passes on a quarterback. And then Indy has a little bit more flexibility with what they want to do, whether it's you know Bryce Young, whether it's C.J. Stroud, and maybe that maybe that does push up their you know kind of uh, I don't know the word urgency, I guess, and maybe they do trade maybe they do trade up to three. Then I don't know, but that would be an amazing scenario for the Colts, especially if it's a division rival not getting a quarterback and maybe rolling with Davis Mills in a you know mid to late round first quarterback that maybe they reach on or something what are your thoughts here on this scenario as maybe unlikely as it might be yeah very unlikely definitely is the case but i mean there has been several times especially in recent memory where we have seen teams take a quarterback that wasn't deemed the number one and it's weird because i talk about it with what was it in 2017 with uh or 2018 with Danny Dimes and Dwayne Haskins, right? There wasn't a single person on planet Earth that sat there and said that Daniel Jones was definitely a better quarterback than Dwayne Haskins in college, except for Dave Gettleman and the New York Giants, right? So, I mean, you know, we've seen things like that happen, and it's it's a lot more commonplace than you think. Even, I mean, Cody, you could just go back two years ago. Why was Justin Fields quarterback four in that draft? He almost went quarterback five for no reason. There were some people that were saying Justin Fields should have been the number one quarterback in that whole draft class, even ahead of Trevor Lawrence. But yet 
he went quarterback four. And why? Because other people did something crazy. So again, why Zach Wilson went over him? He talked about his pro day. His pro day. Like the guy could throw a 65-yard dot off his back shoulder, running away, backsided, just throw it off like that and land it where he wanted to be. Like that wow people. And Anthony Richardson has been wowing people, Cody. So don't be surprised if somehow, some way, a guy like Anthony Richardson finds his way into being the number one or number two overall pick. It that could potentially happen. We have seen crazier things happen in NFL draft. And that would be amazing because then it shakes things up for you. And then it gives Indy more of a possibility of trading up and going with Arizona and telling Arizona, hey, we'll give you whatever you want. Just move back one spot from us. Let us get our guy and we'll give you what you need. Like that, that is more of an incentive in that moment. And then it just falls right into their lap. I don't care if it's Bryce Young. I don't care if it's CJ Stroud who could fall into your lap at number three. I think that's the most important thing. Now for me personally, best case is CJ Stroud. Everyone knows that if you're, you've been following me for long enough, but um, and I think most of Colts nation would actually agree. Um, but yeah, having if Stroud or young were to fall into our lap, that would be so great. Cause then you, then you have a reason to trade up and not worry about the consequences afterwards. Cause at the end of the day, if those two guys fail, then, you know, you just, it, it just wasn't meant to be, but having Richardson or Levis fail is a different scenario. So it's kind of one of those situations where it would be fantastic to have one of those guys fall into your lap, but you know, it, it, it won't fall into your lap unless you trade up and somehow, some way Carolina or Houston decides to throw a curveball in everybody's draft boards. Yeah. So if Houston either doesn't take a quarterback or goes and takes, you know, uh, Anthony Richardson, or if Carolina goes and takes Richardson, that changes everything. I mean, that's just chaos right there. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, that would be absolutely wild if that did happen. Uh, and that would definitely shake up, like you said, everything in the draft boards and everything. If Richardson went one or two, that would just be wild, absolutely wild. So. Uh, it'll be interesting to see, though, how that falls, but I think that's a really great scenario. Either of those, uh, either you know, they take not a, a non-quarterback or they take a different quarterback than the guys that we projected one or two to Carolina and Houston. All right, let's move on uh, to another worst-case scenario, and I think this one is you, know, you don't get one of those top prospects on the board, right? You come away with it without a quarterback or a quarterback that you really think can do it for you that has that franchise potential, right? So I'm talking about, you know, if, you know, for some reason, you know, quarterbacks go one, two, three, the Colts trade back, they or they draft a non-quarterback somehow, and, you know, they trade back or whatever, and they don't get, they don't get Lamar Jackson. They just do nothing really at quarterback. And they let, I don't even know, Gardner Minshew and whoever else battle it out for QB1. I just, I don't think it's likely. I think it's very unlikely they do that because I don't think Tremersay will let that happen. But that is a worst case scenario. Knowing Chris Ballard and how much he has not addressed it, I mean, even though it's a small chance, it's still a chance, Derek. Yeah. And it's one of those situations where I feel like it's the least likely thing to happen. Um, I know a lot of people have been talking about the Lamar Jackson thing, but if you can't, 
and which we're going to talk about here in another second because it would be a best case. But it, it's hard to play that game where, you know, you're competing against 30 other teams to potentially go and get one guy. Actually, 31, because apparently Baltimore still wants to get a deal done and still wants to keep him in Baltimore, and it doesn't sound like they're wanting to budge. So it just depends on how things go if Indianapolis is going to give the best deal. But you're going to play a very dangerous game if you don't get Lamar before the draft and you maybe want to do that afterwards. And then you just say, I'm not getting a quarterback or say I get somebody like Hendon hooker or somebody else later in the draft. And I know I'm going to piss a lot of people off, especially in Colts nation who seem to think that Hendon hooker is the best quarterback in this draft. Y'all can take your uh, crappy uh, takes on Hendon hooker somewhere else. Hendon Hooker's not going to start for this team going forward. Gardner Minshew would start at that point. And even at that point, even if you're going to stink one way or another, Cody, and I was talking with my friend Chase about this this morning, like if you're going to stink at least one way or another, at least have it with a guy that you think can be your future because Gardner Minshew's not that. Gardner Minshew was brought here and everyone assumes it to be a bridge guy and to be somebody that can teach your future where to go because that's the whole point that's why Balor got another year with Indianapolis and didn't get thrown out into the street too by Jim Ursay after the abysmal season that we had because it was just as much a problem as him as it was with Frank Reich last year that this team didn't uh, compete in the way that it should have because he failed to address the team needs in the biggest areas and here we are now in this situation and if he doesn't get one, I don't see how Jim Ursay lets him even do anything. Like, how does how does Jim Ursay sit back and say that like th- you not getting one of the top prospects when you had the opportunity to do so, and you just chose not to do it anyway? Just again reminds me that there's no clock with you. There's nothing in it for me that makes me think that you actually care anymore or you're just too afraid to make a move at the quarterback position so I'm going to go and get somebody that will actually get me a quarterback that I actually want and again this a lot of it comes down to the Lamar thing if indeed that is the Colts uh plan moving forward then we're going to find out but it, it at the moment, you're sitting there with the number four pick. You have the opportunity to move up to number three. So at least you have the choice of between at least two guys that you want. So it just seems like a very unlikely scenario that Ballard doesn't get one of these top prospects. But if he doesn't, it's going to be very ugly for Ballard. Not just from Ursay's perspective, but Indy fans are never going to let him hear the end of it, ever. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, price line. Yeah. If somehow the Colts sit there at four and don't get a quarterback, like one of those guys, Chris Ballard needs to be fired immediately. Like 
that is ridiculous if you don't do that. You know, if you don't get one of these top quarterbacks, whether you trade for him, whether you draft him, you have to get him. And again, I think this is very unlikely. I think Chris Ballard, I think, uh, has it through his head that this is his last chance and he can't afford to screw around anymore. Again, could be wrong. Could be wrong. Chris Ballard has proved me wrong in the past. But yeah, to me, it's like there's no question you have to get a quarterback. If you don't come out of here saying we got significantly better at quarterback, whether it's projecting for the future whether it's the immediate impact, if you can't say that after the end of the draft, then you're in hot water and you need to be looking for a new place uh, to call home, Mr. Ballard, if that is the case. Again, hopefully that is not, and I don't think it is, but if that is the case, it's going to get bad. It's going to get bad. All right. Uh, And then we have one last one here, Derek, the best case scenario, which you alluded to, here in the previous uh, worst case, what would that be? And, and just kind of explain that. Well, I mean, I think for me personally, if I'm sitting back and I'm thinking if the first best case scenario doesn't happen where, um, you know, Carolina or Houston messes up, then um, or if, you know, the Colts don't get a chance at Richardson, maybe uh, somebody else uh, jumps them and takes them. I just think another best case scenario, and I think, a lot of Colts fans would agree is say you do trade for Lamar after the draft and you give the Baltimore Ravens a, an offer that they just can't match. Then that's the sort of situation where that would work best for you because it's kind of feeding off of the other thing where I said, like if the Colts have the, the idea in their mind that Lamar is the guy, and they say for the next five, six, whatever many years Lamar may have left, and if he remains healthy, then Lamar with that kind of contract, and then you said at that number four, I could trade back. I can acquire an extra first or an extra second, you know, get more picks out of something. Maybe maybe Tennessee wants to trade with you. Maybe uh, you move back with uh, the Raiders and they want to get Will Levis. And then, you know, you maybe end up getting another set, get like maybe two seconds out of it. Then that's great because then you can now add some extra talent to your roster that you otherwise couldn't with what you were doing earlier and you still are able to get a elite quarterback in this moment that you know is immediately going to make your team potentially the favorite in the division. It, it probably does. Lamar Jackson in that moment, unless Trevor Lawrence keeps playing like he did last year, which he definitely could, but we I don't know whether or not he's going to perform at the same level that he did at the end of last year. Even then, Lamar still is pretty much on that level. So that immediately makes you a contender for your division and for the playoffs, which is exactly what this team wants is to be relevant and to at least have something going forward with you, not to mention the headlines that that would create, right? Like Jim Ursay's wanting to make a splash. I mean, Lamar Jackson in Indy, that's headlines. That is huge headlines. There's That immediately brings national attention to your fan base and to your team with a elite player like Lamar Jackson being brought in, and it immediately makes you better, and you can give up your 2024 first and your 2025 first at that point and just say, 
that's fine. We we picked up some extra guys in this draft that we think is going to help our team moving forward. We got Lamar Jackson. We are set for at least the next couple years moving forward, and we feel like we have a good direction now for at least the next few years to maybe have a contention for a Super Bowl at that point. But only if you do that. Now, obviously, that's a very uh, that's a very difficult one to process because you know. It, it most likely, honestly, Lamar won't get traded before the draft. I don't think that there's anyone that's going to do that um, unless someone just comes out of left field and throws out a huge deal that I just can't see foresee coming. Uh, so most likely that's going to be where you're going to see this afterwards is Indy doing that after the draft. But then again, it plays into the other worst case scenario that we talked about, Cody, like if you if you go into it with that kind of mentality, you 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 don't you're not going to have a quarterback until you get Lamar. So it's a very it's a very uh you're you're playing with fire basically. Like if you if you nail it, Ballard, you freaking saved your life here. Like you, you're you're gonna be you're gonna be the GM for the long haul with this team going forward. But if you don't nail it off, then you're, you're, it's just it's gonna be another scenario. He out of here. It's kind of one of those situations. Yeah. Well, regardless, the Colts got to get a quarterback some way somehow, um, and hopefully they do that one because that would be a great thing. You know, I said they trade back, uh, you know, to what, seven, eight, something like that. Yeah. Um, and then they go, like you said, and get Lamar. And then they have, I saw one where they draft Christian Gonzalez, you know, at seven. Yeah, or eight. that would be amazing. Get so another, you get your number one corner, you get your quarterback quarter. and extra draft picks. Like you could like, I don't know how realistic that is, but like, that would be like a great scenario. If you were able to like get all those things knocked out, you know, two of your biggest needs, boom, boom. And you really and you, and you have other capital, to, you know. You still have your entire, you know, draft and potentially another pick or two, uh, like you talked about. Like, you know, what if you acquired another second round pick? You're able to go wide receiver, offensive line, or something like that. You know, like there's so many options that you could do if you wanted to. Now, again, we'll see. You know, maybe the maybe you know the Colts decide to to go with an Anthony Richardson there or Will Levis at four. That could be something that does happen. But we're talking more best worst case scenarios, guys. So let us know your thoughts in the comments below. That'll do it for this one. Thank you guys for tuning in, and as always, go Colts. Yeah.